0: Hey guys, it's Ashley Silva and welcome to 2024. A new year often represents self-reflection and the birth of new intentions. And for most of us, we also welcome New Year's resolutions or new journals and planners or agendas to start us off on the right foot. But after a few weeks, those new intentions and journals, they're thrown to the side. That changes this year. I strongly believe in the saying, write things down with a real pen and real paper and watch shit get real. I am an avid writer downer, if that makes sense. I have tons of journals, tons of notebooks, tons of paper, postcards around me all the time on my desk, on my nightstand. I use my notes on my phone because I'm always thinking of ideas and I feel like once I put it on a piece of paper and I can see it visually, the words, then I can manifest it. I can start working towards it. That's what I've done with almost everything in my life. It's how I actually started doing my book, Do That Shit, from my journal entries. We're always hearing people tell us that the secret to success is to stay consistent, but What exactly does stay consistent really mean? It doesn't mean to insanely do the same thing daily, getting inadequate results in return. No, that's not what it means. It means, at least to me, that whatever you are working towards, work at it every day, even if you're making mistakes, because mistakes are there for us to learn from. Being consistent means that you are making progress and improving daily. My very doable delusion is for all women, everyone, but especially women, to be the best versions of themselves possible. On social media, I try to do my weekly mental health check-ins with my followers so that I can reflect on where I am in life and they can also reflect on where they are. It's a form of therapy for me that I combine with actual therapy. I did find myself kind of getting away from it over the past year, especially after being on a reality show. I am used to being in a public eye in my own bubble, but you think you know what you're getting into, but you really don't. And you do not realize the amount of just negativity that comes your way, especially when you are trying to be open and honest and shed light on things that reality tv really has never touched on such as depression and mental health and anxiety and issues with parents and how that affects your parenting and things like that i always knew i wanted to talk about my depression and my mental health and on television because it is something that i'm very much an advocate for and something that i very much wish that people who i saw growing up would have been more open about what it was that they were going through and not even that they weren't open about what they were going through. A lot of us, especially Black people, just didn't know when they were depressed or anxious or any of those things because we have been, we're literally trained to put all of that shit to the sides, put to bury it deep down and not talk about it and just get through it. We aren't allowed to be sad. We aren't allowed to be tired. That has done the Black community, especially Black women, such... Harm, guys. It really has. Something that I always talk about in my everyday life is safe spaces. I want you to use this as your personal safe space. Having those to talk to, whether it is a therapist, a counselor, a, a mentor, your mother, your sister, your cousin, your, your preacher, your whoever. Or if it's like this, a stranger just talking out loud to the masses. I don't know who my messages may hit. They may hit no one and they may hit thousands. And that is my hope that it does hit someone. This year, we are going to use this as a personal safe space for me to talk openly, for you guys to reflect, grab a journal, grab your do that shit book. And I want you to write openly and transparently. I'm going to give you guys positive, encouraging, sassy. Get off your ass affirmations and quotes from myself and other badass women and some men to help motivate you throughout the year. I want you to use these tools for self-reflection as often as you see fit. And at the end of the year, you'll meet a better you. And make sure that each and every day, you get up and do that shit. For this first podcast of 2024, Do That Shit, the podcast, I just want to take a second to Thank everyone who has been with me on whatever journey you met me on. Some of you met me on television on Love and Marriage DC. Some of you met me when I started Funtime Moms with Alicia in 2018. Some of you met me in 2011 when I started IamSuperGorge.com. And we had a radio, online radio show that I always says, like it was the pre- cursor to podcasts. Maybe just follow me on Instagram. Maybe you follow my husband or or another one of my friends and that's how you found me. You've bought earrings or a purse or something from fashionashton.com. Wherever it is that you found me, thank you. I've always been someone who has been super open and honest and transparent about the things that have gone on in my life. And like I said, it has become a little difficult now with people scrutinizing every single thing as if they are perfect but that's something that I have to get out of my own way about out of my my own head about because no one's perfect and it's very 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 easy to sit behind a phone or a computer or watch television and judge someone as if our lives are 100 percent perfect as if we are 100 percent perfect it is just not true all of us have our shit all of us are fucked up in some way All of us are dealing with something. And we're going to deal with it together here on the Do That Shit podcast. So for this first week, I want you to reflect on how your life has changed over the past year. At the beginning of last year, I was in the middle of filming the second season of Love and Marriage DC. And I was learning that not everyone doing reality TV was being, well, real. During filming the second half, I also learned a lot about myself. Over the past few years, I have worked extremely hard on my temper because I have one. I know that. And I also know it can go from one to 100 real quick. And it did on the next half of the show, which comes back on uh, January 27th on OWN Network. My temper is something that I have to actively work on. And I have over the past years. I try not to put myself in situations where I'm going to be around people I don't like or who don't like me. You know, I think that that's just the best that we can do. But in the space of reality TV, I don't always have those choices. And my temper did get the best of me. It's not something I'm proud of because that's not who I want to be anymore. I was very angry growing up. I'm very guarded. I'm very protective of myself. And there are times when I do get super defensive because I constantly feel like I have to take up for myself and protect myself because for so long I didn't feel like I had anyone else to do it. Not an excuse, but it is a reason. I talk about it and do that shit, you know, that Oprah says, what happened to you? And because I never felt protected growing up, I've always had a guard up and I always have to protect myself now. And I'm trying very, very slowly to put that to put that guard down and to not be so defensive. But Child in that space of the show with some of them fake ass people, it is not easy to do that. But no matter what anyone else does on or off camera, my actions are mine and no one else's. And I let my temper get the best of me. I don't want to be that hot headed anymore. Like I said, I've, I've been there. I've done it. I know where it leads. So I'm back to doing the work on myself with my temper and my emotions and watching it back. It will be hard, but it did happen. You know, somebody's got to be the villain and it is me. (laughs) Last year, I worked extremely hard on building blocks for 2024 as far as business is concerned. I'm a planner. Like I told you guys, I'm writing everything down. The saying is, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, which is true. This year, I'm looking forward to growing my businesses and brands and seeing how they flourish throughout the years. I have so many ideas for Fashion Ashton and then my mind just takes me all over the place for for everything that I do. I am an idea girl. I'm a creative girl. But all of my ideas, child, they cost moolah money, 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 money to get them up and started. So I'm hoping that this year a return is seen on my investment and that I am able to do more things with Fashion Ashton that I want to do. It is a brand that. I thought of before Ashton was even born, I used to always say if I had a daughter, I wanted to have a store for tween teen girls where they could have the designer look, celebrity look, but for a fraction of the cost. I'm not one of those parents who are out here spending $500 on a sweater for my child because it says Gucci. It's just not who I am. Not knocking anybody who does it. Spend your money how you want to. Or buying them Chanel purses went at five. Again, not knocking it, but child, my kids lose stuff, fuck shit up, not doing it. So if you go to fashionaction.com, you can get very good quality stuff for a fraction of the cost. Also for years, I had thought about doing a podcast just by myself, but I was like, oh, people are going to want to hear me talk. Like with no one else there. But when I decided to do the audio version of Do That Shit, I thought that it would be great to add in a podcast component. I will bring other guests on uh, throughout the season. I'm thinking that we're going to do about 20 episodes a season, having guests on, some of my friends, families, professionals, all of those things. So I'm really excited about that. This is something that I have wanted to do for a long time because I do feel like I am so multifaceted. I am funny and sarcastic and that I'm very serious about like mental health and things like that. But then when it comes to parenting, I have my dualities too, because sometimes I feel like I'm this super strict parent. And then other times I feel like I am, I'm a cool mom, you know, shout out to mean girls. And I just want to be able to express that like our personalities, they have layers. And I want you guys to get to know Ashley a little bit better on that aspect. I would love to do a do that shit, I'm all messing with my hair while I'm in here talking to y'all. I would love to do like a do that shit wellness group where I get together with some ladies maybe once a month and we just discuss because like I said earlier, you really do need a safe space. So those are my plans for this year. Um, but the question was more so, how has life changed for you in the past year? I did really have to take a step back to look at myself And see if what I saw, I liked. And there are, like I said, some aspects that I absolutely didn't like. And there are a lot of aspects of myself that I think are amazing. And I think that's just, that's life. And that's who we are. So we grow and we change and we evolve. And when we stop doing that, we're dead. I've realized that often people take the people closest to them for granted. And sometimes they don't even realize it. I am someone who used to applaud myself on always showing up for other people, going above and, you know, going above and beyond for other people, throwing people parties, buying them gifts, making them feel loved, making them feel seen. And over the past few years, I kind of started taking steps back from doing that because I felt like it wasn't being reciprocated, you know. And it is difficult to keep showing up for others and you feel like people aren't necessarily showing up for you. What I really try to do now is listen. And I think we all need to do that because a lot of times we may think we're showing up for people or doing something or, you know, all these things in our minds. We think that, but we aren't doing what the person who we love, who we're trying to be there for, what they necessarily need. Sometimes we need to ask people, what is it that you need? What is it that you want? And a lot of times people don't really even know. So you'll hear them say, you're not supporting me, or you're not doing this, or, and it's like, okay, well, how do you see me supporting you? What does support look like for you? It's something that we all need to think about. And, you know, like I said, just keeping it honest, that is something that I, in my personal life, within my marriage especially, that we go through. Um, I think I am the more vocal one. I'm not, I think, I am the more vocal one. I'm able to say, I want this, I want this, I want this, I need this, I see this, this is how I like it, whatever it is. And my husband isn't necessarily able to do the same thing, which causes a lot of frustration on both ends. Because for me, if I'm asking, you know, what is it that you feel like I'm lacking or what is it that you need more of or what what else, you know, if I'm asking questions along that line and it's met with, I don't know, but if it's something like, let me know. So... You know, I think that in general, I am going to get back to showing up and celebrating my loved ones like I have in the past. Because I want people to know how much I love them and how much they appreciate it and how much I care for them. It does suck, but you won't always get it back in return. And maybe the people that you're giving it to, they need it just a little bit more than you do at the time. I've heard so many people say that 2023 was shitty for them. And for me, it was too. I cried. I'm a crybaby anyway, but legit from August until right before Christmas, I probably cried every single day. I had the worst birthday this year than I've had in a very, very long time, just about how I felt. Um, birthdays to me are not about, they're not about gifts or anything like that. Birthdays to me, legit. It's like, it's a celebration that you made it for another 365 days. And when you don't feel like you're being celebrated for making it another 365 days, I, I kind of looked at it like, like, damn, does my life matter? And again, that's something that I deal with internally that I have to work on. Because I am someone who puts a lot of my, my self-worth into other people and how they show up for me. And what 2023 showed me is that people can wake up in the morning and change on you in a second. People who you thought would always be there can turn around and leave you. People who you thought would never do you like that will do you like that. So it was a painful reminder that I think I had kind of gotten away from because I like to live in a delusional land. Like like the girls say, I like to be Delulu. I like to think that Because I am someone who doesn't give up on others, I like to think that I'm a person who people would never give up on. And more often than not, I've been shown the exact opposite. But also this year, I didn't feel like I was accomplishing the things that I thought would have been accomplished by now. I felt like a failure, and I did feel like I was letting so many people down. And the person who I let down the most was myself. But what I know now is that I need to start giving myself grace just like you need to give yourself grace. We've all been through a lot. Hopefully we all have grown a lot. I've learned a lot and I am still learning a lot about myself. In all moments of my life, I try to be honest and I try to be empathetic to others, even when it's not perceived that way. We cannot live our lives for other people or based on what they think or say about us. And I am ready to step into my chapter of real happiness, real success and abundance. And I wish the same for you for 2024. I'll talk to you guys next week and remember to always do that shit.